the Rebel Alliance Prison Room Podcast. We are here to podcast about anything and everything Star Wars with you. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's HTTPS colon backslash backslash R-A-B-R KyleJohansson.us That's R-A-B-R dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U S. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at R A B R. K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S And now it's time to talk Star Wars. I am Kyle John Johansson and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say hello. Hello. No Andrew today. Um, just busting through these Visions episodes volume one. Today we're talking about uh, Star Wars Visions Volume One, Episode Nine, Akuri. Akuri. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna do a detailed discussion, and then beg you for some feedback. And also, we don't want you to be spoiled. So. You're about to be spoiled. What that really means, if you haven't watched the episode 9 of Volume 1, um, please go back and do it first, and then come back to us. Um, so these episodes have lots of Japanese names in the cast and crew, and I am not very good at pronouncing them, so bear with me. The director is Abel Gongura. Writer is Yuachori Kido. Music scored by Kyoshikairo Subudna. Okay. And, uh... Okay, back to the, uh... Director was Yuen Young Chao. Writer Yuachori Kido. Music by Yu Zan. In the cast, we have Tushibaki, who is Henry Golding. Nisha is Jamie Chung. Kamachia is Kano Young. Senshu, George Takei. Masiago is Lorraine Toussaint. Master is Paul Nikori. Uh, and there's several Mushas, which are Adam Seitz, J.P. Carlack, Kyle McCarley, Michael Sinderklaus, and Patrick Seitz. A couple villagers are Kyle McCarley and Adam Seitz. Hey, you, over there. Are you a tripper? Is your armor always dirty? When do you find time to clean it? Did rebel scum scratch and damage it? Does your helmet communications keep acting up? Stop by Aaron's Armor Sparkalorium. Before 1500 hours, we will wash clean and sanitize your armor for the next day pickup. Our patented galactic 
the ancient secret cleaning techniques will have your armor sparkling just like a new Cerulean Y-1300 freighter just off the yeah. assembly line. Yeah. You will be the envy of all your friends and co-workers from the yeah. castles on Lothal to the politicians on Coruscant to the environmentalists on Endor. For your next day service, stop by Aaron's Armor Sparkalorium. We are located in Tatooine's Moss Eisley Spaceport, directly across from Hangar 35. Really? We will also repair and sell and sell most parts at the best rates in the known galaxy. All services guaranteed and licensed by the Emperor himself to last a lifetime. Only lifetime. at Iran's Armor Sparkalorium. That's crazy. Only helmets and boots are services are extra. All right, so uh, we're reviewing um, Star Wars Visions Volume One, Episode Nine, Akari, Akari, something like that. Um, this episode, along with all the episodes in Volume 1, aired on September 22nd, 2021. The running time for this particular episode is 12 minutes and 59 seconds, and there is no defined Star Wars timeline. So what that means is it's time for you to grab your favorite beverage, pull up a chair, and join us in the Rebel Alliance Breathing Room. Alright, the episode opens with an image of a damaged B-wing starfighter descending into a planet's surface. Several equine creatures bearing masked riders ride across the landscape. Near the downed starship, the Jedi Knight Tashibuki makes his stand against the riders, cutting down several of the riders with his blue lightsaber. Overcome by trauma with which descends upon him like a headache. Tashikabupi is beaten and overpowered by the masked riders. However, the masked riders are driven away by rain, a rain of arrows. Tashibuki sees three figures standing on the plateau before he slips into unconsciousness. Later, Tashibuki awakens and accosts one of the rescuers, Kamchia. Kamchia tells him, that they are trying to help him, and a female princess named Mesa, who is one of the three rescuers, addresses Tashibuki. Misha, Misha's friend is surprised that she knows Tashibuki. Tashibuki says that he came after hearing what happened to Misa's father. Tashibuki is surprised to know that a Sith has been hiding among the royal family and asks the princess why she is carrying a bow. He assumes that she doesn't have plans to fight. Misha asks Tashibuki why he came. Tashibuki replies that Masago is a Sith Lord and that it is impossible to feed her alone. He asks to come with Masa. The following day, the t day Tashibuki accompanies Masa and her two Male guides, Kambuchi and Sinshua. Sinshu. Sinshu. Who arrive on the engine equine creatures. Uh, Misa tells her guides that Tashibuku is a Jedi who will help them five, helped them five years ago when they were attacked by Orakuchi. A balding Kamachi is surprised 
that a Jedi traveled all this all the way to a planet all by himself and voices his suspicion. Tashibuki asks whether her guides need to be here and thinks that Kamachi is unable to fight. Kamachi says that whether the Jedi judge people by their appearance. He and Shinshu equip 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 that they can't be fend off by wild Tuka cats before laughing. When Tashibuki asks why they need guides to the palace, Misha explains that they have changed and that they are there are checkpoints everywhere. Misha explains that she and is an exile and cannot get close to the palace. Kambushi knows all the back roads in and out of the palace through the canyon, while Senshu has connections making them both essential to the journey. Kambushi warns that the enemy is searching for them. Continuing their journey, Kambushi and Senshu sing. Tasabuki tells them to be quiet. But the two guys explain that they're singing a protection song against evil spirits. They continue traveling for several days across the desert, river, rain, and forest. They eventually reach a village. Kambuchi warns that they are surrounded and that there's no way out. Tasubuku, Tas, Tasubuk finds a path across the mountains. Kambushi and Senshu counsel against going through the mountains route since they believe that place is sacred to the gods and that nobody has traveled there has ever returned. Tashibuki says they have no choice. As an incentive, Misha offers to pay them 300 credits. Kambuchi proposes 500 and she accepts the deal traveling up the mountain path. They are splattered with rain, followed by rainstorms, and Misa realizes that Kambushi is missing and wants to go back and find him. Senshu advises against it, believing that it is his destiny to die and that this is a divine punishment. Tishibuki disagrees with the idea of predestinations and rides off to find Kambuchi. Later, a celebration takes place at the village. Masago's soldiers terrorize the local villagers and... Masa and Senshu take shelter in a hut. Later, Jovo Kambushi returns with Tasabuku and Musa pays him 500 credits as promised the two men depart. Tashibuki then sh is struck by a painful vision but insists he is fine. The following day, Kambushi and Senshu distract the guards outside Masago's palace by sending burning bales of hay down a mountain. The guards pursue Kambuchi and Senshu, who flee on their inclined steeds. Uh, Ma Masa uses a crossbow to take down a guard. She and Tesabuki enter the palace. In a flashback, Masa chats with younger Tesabuki, who tells her that her father is making a fuss, that his prince princess has disappeared. Masa says that he is just overreacting. And Toshibuki says that he would like like to, but he is working. Masa asks if this is Jedi work, and Toshibuki 
then asks why she is out here on the balcony looking down on the city. Masa says that she's just thinking about bringing stability and peace to this world and would like it to look take a look at it. In the present, Tasabuki says he thought of what he could do and what he couldn't do. And Masa asks about his conclusions, but they are interrupted by Masago's guards. Masago asked Tashibuki if she thought she could ever avenge her father by bringing a Jedi. Masa shoots arrows at her, but Masago's deflects them with her lightsaber. Tashibuki tells Masago that she is the king's sister and asks how she could betray him. Masago responds that it was the right time and that she was waiting for the perfect opportunity. Tashibuku gives Masago the option of leaving the planet and never returning. Masago, of course, rejects Tushibuki's offer and charges at him. The two engage in lightsaber duel and parry. Uh, Masago says that Tasabuku has talent but lacks technique. Her guard brings in uh, the bruised Kashimori and Sinshu who have been captured. Tasabuku withdraws his blade as he experiences convulsion. Masago claims that Tashibuku is predestined to die and that there's nothing that has not been faded. Other guards restrain and capture Masa. As Tashibuku struggles to regain strength, Masako taunts him about his poor prospects of helping his friends. Tashibuku rises to his feet and struggles to walk. Masako mocks the limitations of the Jedi's power and claims that the dark side of the Force can awaken the true power that lies within him. Masago claims that it is Tashibuki's destiny to join her as he struggles with visions. In a flashback, Tashibuki tells a white-haired Jedi Master that he has to go back. Master asks if Toshibuki has experienced another nightmare and asks what he saw. He explains that he saw the vision of someone being killed repeatedly. The Jedi Master thinks that someone else should go in Toshibuki's steed. If he goes, he will be tempted and that it will cloud his judgment. The Master warns that he won't be able to save him since it is to his destiny. Rejecting the destiny of defeat, Tasubuku fights back and strikes down several of Masago's guards. However, he accidentally also cuts down Masa, who has been forced to wear a guard's mask. Masago tells Tasubuki that without power, he is nothing but offers him the opportunity to rule at her right hand. Masago claims that they can rule together, bringing order to the galaxy, protecting their planet, and his precious Maso as well. Tasubuku points out that Masa is dead. Masago offers to help Tashubuki save Masa together. Considering her offer, Tasubuki submits to Masago and asks his new master to help him save her. 
She extends a hand together and they heal Masa. As Tasabuki rises, Masa asks what he has done. Tasabuku replies that he did what had to be done. Masago invites the new apprentice to follow her into a building before entering. Tasabu rises, raises his hood, and Masa watch, watches in shock, shock and despair as Tasabu and Masa depart on a star drawer amidst chanting. And the credits roll. We need your feedback. So that um, email address, you can send us feedback, you can attach a video uh, feedback if you would like, and we'll play it um, up to 25 megabytes. You can also click on the link on our website, which is on the left-hand side. It says feedback. It'll take you to a form. You fill it out, click submit, and we will receive it and talk about it on the on the next podcast. You can also find us on social media at Twitter, at super underscore duper underscore pod, or on Blue Sky. Just search for the Rebel Alliance briefing room. Uh, you can also leave us comments uh, with our videos on uh, Spotify and YouTube as we post those. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you for listening to the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room Podcast. Please visit our website where you can play current and past episodes. That's https colon backslash backslash r-a-b-r kyledrahanson.us That's r-a-b-r dot K-A-I-L-E-J-O-H-A-N-S-E-N dot U-S. On the left-hand side is a navigation menu. You can use this to learn how to load the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room podcast on your Android or Apple phone and tablet. And we have direct links to our podcast on Apple and Google Podcasts. Please participate by connecting to our social media, answering questions of the week, or submitting feedback directly from the site. Again, all of these are available at the Rebel Alliance Briefing Room website at r-a-b-r-k-a-i-l-e-j-o-h-a-n-s-e-n-dot-u-s. This podcast in no way is approved, sponsored, or owned by Lucasfilms Ltd, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. All opinions are solely owned by Kyle and or Scott and in no way express the views or opinions of their past or present employers. Views and opinions are not supported or restricted by Lucasfilms, LTD, Disney, Disney Plus, or any of its subsidiaries. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or any or other use of this podcast and its affiliate sites without consent of Super Duper Podcast Network and its host is prohibited. I am Kyle John Hanson, and this is Andrew Scott Sutton. Say goodbye now. Mm-hmm. No, Andrew. So, goodbye now. <laughs>